From KLW News, I'm Holly Kernan, and this is Artery, cultural coverage that pumps blood to your brain. The Jewish Music Festival, the largest of its kind in the United States, is coming to town this week with performers ranging from a Brooklyn cantor to a punk klezmer band. Jewish music contains a lot of variety, but there's one musician at the festival, local composer and vocalist Julia Eisenberg, who seems to capture the diversity of the entire diaspora with her songs. Emily Wilson caught up with her and has this story. Aramaic incantations from 15th century Babylon don't exactly scream rock and roll. Unless you're Julia Eisenberg. When she read about these engravings on bowl-shaped amulets, she became consumed with putting them to music. She and Jason Ditzian, the clarinet player in her band, Charming Hostess, are listening to rough cuts for their next CD, The Bowls Project. These bowls are really fascinating because you get a lot of the voices of women, kind of women's concerns, their work, hopes, dreams, that kind of thing, and a lot of um, the way that women understand their spiritual life and their sexual life. We all share these concerns, just as we all share a body. And Eisenberg says through the body, she's trying to connect with people from a different age or different culture. If you want to do this thing where you're bridging these gaps between experience or place or time, really being completely embodied is, is one of the ways that we can do that because that is something that people share. People share breath. So she uses the sound of the body and breath in her music. This desire to connect with others through music came out of Eisenberg's upbringing. So I grew up in a black and Jewish commune in Brooklyn, New York. There was a lot of music around us all the time. You know, my parents are organizers, teachers, and we were expected to do that too and just kind of follow along. Um go to demonstrations, go to church, if like organizing was happening in church, just be out there on picket lines and lead union songs, you know, be on the landfill picket line and lead landfill picket songs. I mean, it was like a lot of that kind of stuff. Growing up in this environment instilled in her both fondness and skepticism for this culture. One of my god sisters wanted to go on a ski trip for her high school, which is kind of a rough high school in Brooklyn. And they were like, no, skiing is bourgeois. You know, and even if you would cry, they would be like, oh God, crying is so bourgeois. Today, Eisenberg's music is full of the politics she grew up with, but it's softened by the humor she developed to deal with those politics. Super dogmatic is really what it was. I mean, they were just like, just totally like, they just didn't get it. Like, Stalin's dead, people. But I mean, they weren't Stalinists, but they acted like Stalinists. They had the like urge to purge and the will to kill, you know, it was strong in them. Eisenberg went to UC Berkeley to study music and started singing with two other women. That was the beginning of Charming Hostess. I want a basket of fruit and I want some high leather boots and I want a basket of fruit and an Eskimo suit. Eisenberg was inspired to write this song, Eskimo Suit, after reading an entry in Walter Benjamin's Moscow Diary, where he writes about his girlfriend, Ascha, seeing a fur coat in the window. It may be the kickiest piece of music ever written about a Marxist theorist. Benjamin's style is pretty dense. But Eisenberg found the book about his masochistic love affair both beautiful and unintentionally hilarious. Exactly what she wanted to set to music. Next, Eisenberg made Sarajevo Blues after a chance meeting in a bar with a Bosnian poet. Like all her music, the text came first. I ended up running into this poet in a bar in Berkeley. This guy, Semestin Mehmedinovich, was a friend of another poet. And 
I liked talking to him. We had a great conversation about like the Sarajevo rock scene. And I was like, this guy's very interesting. I'd like to see what he's up to. And when I read his book, I knew that I wanted to set it. Death is a job. Life has narrowed down completely. Reduced to gestures. Death is a job. Eisenberg's hallmark has been to extract inspiration from the most diverse and most unlikely sources. Her next project is in the same vein. She will collaborate with a group of eight other musicians, including a Grammy-winning trumpet player, a Ukrainian vocalist, and a jazz guitarist, in a week-long artist retreat to compose an original piece for the Jewish Music Festival. The group, the ARC, has been charged with defying the limits of Jewish music. Defying limits has never been a problem for Eisenberg. For Artery, I'm Emily Wilson. Eisenberg will be performing in the Jewish Music Festival, which runs through March 30th at venues around the Bay Area. Each week, we ask someone immersed in the arts to tell us about something they're excited about. David Ford is a San Francisco playwright and mentor to solo performers. So many people I talk about working in theater, and they've been to ACT, and they've maybe been to Berkeley Rep, and um, which are fine institutions, but... those institutions are, in some ways, I'll, I'll be a little scandalous here, they're in some ways franchises for a sort of a national, regional theater movement, uh, that uh, most of which have roughly the same product line. And again, these are very skilled, professional people, but when you want to actually find something that tells you you're in San Francisco... You got to go to some other places. You got to go to thick description and see what is happening at that theater. Check it out. Go definitely go see Campo Santos, which is one of the most thrilling companies of actors putting on really interesting plays. They've got a new one on right now. And um, you won't see better actors in the Bay Area. They, these are people who work at, you know, the big quote unquote theaters. Uh, but join together because they want to be able to do the kind of work that they're they're interested in doing and engaged in doing. If you haven't seen them, you are missing out on a, a just a treasure. Uh, come to the marsh and see uh, the stories that people are telling that they're making and performing their own stories, and and that you it'll raise the hair on the back of your neck. I go see a lot of stuff that I feel like okay, I can see why that was popular in New York. Um, but, you know, we have this sense of mischief here in San Francisco and, and a uh, adventurous thinking in San Francisco that we don't get in other parts of the country. And if you want to see that celebrated, there's some great places to go see. For more information on those venues and anything else you hear on Artery, go to KALW.org and click on the Arts and Literature tab. The music you're listening to right now is Bon Iver. They're playing March 23rd at the Independent in San Francisco. For Artery, I'm Holly Kernan.